you created us for. But God, I thank you that in the end, in the right time, Lord, you sent Jesus Christ. And because of him, we have redemption. We have reconciliation. We have victory, Lord God. And we have received everything that we lost has now come back in a thousandfold and more. And so, God, we want to celebrate who you are today. We want to thank you. We want to focus on who you are. And we want to rightly receive you and welcome you into our hearts. May we be worthy of your presence and your love. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Amen. Born of God. Today, I want to share with you guys a message, Christmas message from the book of John chapter 1. You know, Christmas is really an event that I think, obviously, these days, we don't really get to hear much about it in the news. I feel like there was a movement to kind of remove Christmas from society, and so now it's just happy holidays. It's just the end of the year kind of event. But the reality is this, is that, indeed, Christmas has been the most important uh, event in all of history. And the reason is, I'm not just saying that hyperbolically, but in, in reality, the whole world Uh, dates time and understands the course of history according to that event. After Jesus was born, the whole calendar was written to say before Christ. And do you guys know what AD stands for? Anno Domini, which means the year of our Lord. So from the moment that Christ was born, something happened so powerfully that everything happened before. It was great, but something new happened. And forever, time will be known by this incident. So I want to talk to you guys very briefly today about what is so amazing and important about Christmas. Turn to your neighbor and just share one thing. What is amazing? Just just one sentence. Tell your neighbor what is amazing about Christmas. Go ahead. Just tell your neighbor one thing. Christmas sale, right? I believe what is the most amazing thing about Christmas is that God became human. This event of Christmas, it celebrates the moment something impossible, something unheard of happened where God gave up his divinity. He reduced himself to become one of us. As we read in our passage, this is what it says about this God. It says, in the beginning of time was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was with God in the beginning. And they're talking about, it sounds like there's many gods. Yes, we believe in a God who is three in one, right? There are three people, but they're so connected in love and unity that they are one. And this Word we know is none other than the star of Christmas, Jesus Christ. And it says that through him, Jesus, the word, all things were made. Without him, nothing was made that has been made. In Colossians 1, it also uh, uh, shows us that, yes, Jesus is a physical manifestation of God's heart and the Holy Spirit. So when you go to heaven, you will see Jesus, the Father, and the Holy Spirit in the real form, but you will see the body, the manifestation of Jesus that created, the word that was spoken was Jesus Christ himself. But here is the point that's most important about Christmas. In verse 14, it says, that word, that God eternal, that God who created all things, that God of no limits, the eternal God became flesh. That's a very big downgrade. And he, and he says he made his dwelling among us. It means he decided not to visit us. Christmas didn't happen because Jesus said, you know, I'm just going to have a tour, you know, of earth. No, he said, I'm going to become one of you 
and I'm going to live with you. And it says, we have seen his glory, the glory of the one and only son. The writer John reveals here, who is that word? It's the son, Jesus Christ, who came from the father, full of grace and truth. And for many of you, that right there is the truth that we all understand. We all know that on Christmas Day, Jesus was born, right? And it's interesting, this word, when God comes as a flesh, think about how we understand such a possible scenario. You guys all know uh, Terminator, right? He gets sent to the past and the future, and he appears, and what does he do? He changes his form. Okay, if you haven't seen Terminator, it's okay. Let's be a little more contemporary. How about Loki? You guys know what I'm talking about? He is a divinity, right? He comes, and then he takes on the form of whatever he touches or sees, But Jesus, he could have done the same thing. He could have come in his full power, and as a human being, he could have taken control. He could have dominated like Terminator or Loki wants to do. But no, he came as a little baby, not just a baby, but as a little seed. In fact, God Almighty, think about it, became a little tiny, almost invisible seed, and he started developing little toes. He started developing little hands, a little heartbeat. He couldn't even see. He was so dependent on another person that he became a a dependent, a little baby, a vulnerable and weak human form. The Bible says that Christ, he became poor so that we can become rich. In 2 Corinthians, it says, For you know that the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, that though he was rich, yet for your sake he became poor, so that through his poverty you might become rich. That's an understatement, he becoming poor when he was rich. He was at the greatest level, became the lowest of the lowest. What was the point of that? Why did Jesus offer his life in such a way? Here it is. God had one goal in mind, to become your savior by becoming the one who pays for the sins of the entire humankind. He gave himself, Christmas is about God offering himself as a sacrifice a sacrifice that required not just 10 years of hard work or even 1,000 years, but it required his death, every drop of his blood, right? Him being rejected and the wrath of God that you and I rightfully deserve by our choice was poured out on God. That's why Jesus came as a servant. Why did he do such a thing? Because he loves you. And you might not understand if that's all you've heard, but as we've been going through the Old Testament for hundreds of years, God was longing for his people to come back to him. And every time God sent a prophet to say, let's stop oppressing the poor. Let's stop sacrificing our children. Let's do what's right. Let's give people the rightful wages. The the morals that we understand have come from the law of God and God was asking his people to stop wickedness and turn and do righteousness. And the people, what do they do? They kill the prophets. They say, be quiet. We don't want to hear you. We're going to continue doing what we want. And the rich got richer and the poor people got poorer and the oppression and the wickedness grew and grew. Finally, God said, there's no other way for me to end this sin but myself going as their form in the place of a human being to become a perfect sacrifice. What's amazing about this gift that Jesus prepared was that it wasn't something that he prepared last minute. How many of you guys still have to do Christmas shopping? Raise your hand. 
Okay, I see you guys, young folks. I understand. Just give it up. Don't worry. Just relax. All right. It's not gonna. I'm just kidding. But it's true. You know the really, really precious gifts we prepare way in advance, right? Like for example, my son, he has his Christmas gift already, and guess what? We got it like six months ago. I think actually, honey, who who gave it to us? Our our aunt or something. Hide his pobrero, the you know the Christmas gift. Anyways, it's a special. It's his first, well, second Christmas that he's aware of, okay, that we prepared because it's important long time ago, and it's been waiting there. It was purchased and thought about not the day before Christmas, right? Or what about, you know, for my wife and I, we have our anniversary coming up, and I hope you guys all remember, okay, think about your anniversaries. I already booked somewhere that we wanted to go for the last two years. Like, the thing was booked for, like, I don't know, a year and a half, right? Thankfully, it was, like, the weekend of our anniversary. I booked it. Just like that, Jesus Christ, when, when God thought about you and I, and he tried so hard, he was hoping you would turn because he gave us the power to turn, right? Sin is not something we're forced to do. It's something we chose deliberately to reject God and say, no, God, I like evil and suffering, right? We have the power to choose, but God knew that in the end, he didn't want even one person to not have the power because I think some people tried so hard, just like, you know, we know Abraham, David, Joseph. These people are saints. But how many percentage of the people are saints? So Jesus decided, you know what, God, I want them all. And you know what, God, it says, the scripture says, before the foundation of the earth, before creation, God already decided to die in our place. But just like the best gift is all about timing and the right place, 2,021 years ago, when history changed, God came as a flesh to what? Become your gift. And he planned that since the beginning of time. Never doubt the love of God. Because God said, I don't want anyone to lose. And therefore, by the precious gift of Jesus, the Christmas is not the point. Christmas is about realizing that Jesus came to us as that gift. So again, Christmas is something that we're all familiar. It's something we all look forward to because it's so beautiful. It's so nice. You know, it's decorated. It's cozy and all that. And gosh, do we go for shopping? Have you, have you guys seen Kiamoku Street lately? Up to the bridge, there's a line because everyone's going to uh, Ala Moana. From the whole island is trying to go to Ala Moana, right? <laughs> it happens every Christmas. But the point of this is this. The reason why we're so obsessed about gifts in, in, in Christmas time, it didn't result because it's the end of the year and you just want to you know, end it well. Right? It started because we want to remember there's a gift for everyone. right? Christmas is about receiving the gift. The point of Christmas is to receive the gift, to remember the most important gift in the world of receiving Jesus. Today, I want to share with you from this passage why it is important for you and I to receive this gift. Our passage in John chapter 1, verse 12 says to this, Yet to all who did receive him, to those who believed in his name, he gave the right to become children of God. Can you say that with me? Children of God. If, if you could summarize one in one sentence, what's the point of Christianity? What's the point of Jesus Christ? Is this to become a child of God. Simple. That explains it all. That explains the beginning and the end. To be redeemed. Because you and I who were once God, we were separated by sin. We were destined to an eternity away from God. But through Jesus, you are now 
made into a child of God. And here it says, this is the important thing about this miracle of Christmas, is I want to talk about what's the miracle aspect of, of this Christmas story is this, that this is a children born not of natural descent nor of human decision or human's husband's will, but born of God. Christmas is a time we thank God for doing something that no man could do, but only God could do. And this is the best news about this Christmas is that it is a gift. It is by grace you have been saved. This being a child of God is not something you buy or earn or, you know, have to prepare for. You simply receive, right? The one buying the gift waits in line in Kiamoku, wraps it like seriously this Saturday. Man, that thing was crazy. I went to Ross six times, uh, Target seven times. To uh, next year, if you do it again, please just wrap it and bring it, okay? I thank you guys for your generosity, but, you know, or maybe I'll bring you guys to shop with me. But to prepare the gift, the preparer has to do all the work and the cost. But the one who receives it, all, all they have to do is just rip it open. It's the same for you and I. Jesus died on the cross paying for your sins, past, present, future. You're the one who simply has to say, thanks, that's what we call faith. It's a change of mind. It's realizing, it's believing, it's trusting in not what you have done, but in what God has done because it was a miracle that Jesus came, God himself in the flesh in this Christmas. How did it happen? In the Christmas scene in Matthew 1, 18, verse 20 and 23, it, it repeats again. The angel explains to Mary, uh, to Joseph, it says, no, to the, sorry, to the shepherds, they appear to shepherds and say, great news to you all. There's peace and, 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 and goodwill to all mankind. For today a Savior has been born in the, in the, in the town of Bethlehem. And, it, and the angels tell the shepherds, she was found to be pregnant through the Holy Spirit. And then later the angels tell Mary and Joseph, what is conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. And therefore they will call him Emmanuel, which means God with us. He takes a woman's womb. And he takes God's spirit and he marries them too. And you have fully God, fully man, a perfect offering. Therefore, he knows fully what you and I feel. He understands everything you suffer, but he also has the fullness of God. Because I want to show you guys why that is important. This is the message of Christmas. <clears throat> As Jesus was born of God by the Holy Spirit, so are we born of God by the Spirit. That's why Christmas is important. Christmas is not just a time to sing Noel, 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 Noel. But after we sing Noel, it's now we are born. The same div divine birth that God, Jesus, experienced is now your chance to be born again. Friends, today I want to talk about why this being born again is so important. Born of God, a couple of things happen to us. The first thing is this, we are being born again. Friends, when Jesus Christ was born, something new, he was willing to become something new, something that was much less than himself in order to deliver us. And now when you and I become Christians and receive Jesus and accept him, now we become something that's born new. <coughs> We were born into sin, but that person, through the death of Jesus Christ, dies, and now we are born again into something new. God was born into poverty so that you are born into royalty. 
He was born into sin so that you are born into righteousness. We were born into slavery. Now you're born to be free, right? When you receive this gift of Jesus Christ, it's not just another step in your life. It's a completely new step in your life. I just want to show a few video of uh, when I was thinking about new and being child, I realized something interesting is happening to my son. Let's go to the first video. Uh, these are some uh, evidences of my son. This is my, my father who was praying, <coughs> and he's following him. <coughs> yeah. And he looks and But friends, we recorded that because that's something, so something interesting, being born, right, as you will probably have to remember or hopefully experience as you get your own children, something really almost scary is my son is changing every day. He's saying something new. He's, he's doing something new. That's just one example. And I think that's what it means to be a child of God. It means that something you've never done is carried out, right? You who are living in depression, despair, anger, and jealousy, and lust, and greed, all of a sudden now by the gift of Jesus Christ, you're now generous. You're now forgiving. You're now powerful. You're now honorable, right? That's what the gift of Jesus does to us. Another video, this I think is even more shocking. This is in chronological order. He does something, another new, next, next video, go ahead. That was our uh, pastor's Christmas party. That's the pastor's band uh, in Ayan Church. And then uh, he did this, and my wife recorded it. No one in the room was raising their hand. He was the only one just on his own, worshiping. And you'll see, like, it's, it's sincere. Look at the sincerity, right? His hands are out, outstretched. Uh, later, I'll thank my son for letting us use his videos. Um, <clears throat> but just like that, uh, being a child of God, there's never a dull moment, right? The Bible says there's nothing new under the sun. Even King Solomon, the wealthiest, wisest person, looked at the world, tried everything. He had the most pleasure, the best of the best, and he said there's nothing new. But he didn't know about Jesus Christ. He didn't know about what you and I can experience. When you receive Jesus and you follow Jesus, there's never a dull moment. He will lead you into new after new after new. That's a promise from God. Friends, I want to close with the following. Um, do you have the... Okay. Okay, I'll show you guys this. Oh, no, 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 go back. There we go. Okay. <clears throat> Therefore, so we're born again. We're born new. And the second thing is we're born into love. Once you're born as a child of God, the Bible says nothing can separate you. It's a once and done deal, right? Once that gift is part of you, you are now united with God, and therefore his suffering gave you an eternal inheritance. As a child of God, you have legal right to everything that God has, 
that you were denied before, now it is yours, right? And finally, you're born into a family. Not only are you just connected to God, but you're connected to the believers across the entire world and across time, right? We become the greatest, the most powerful group in the world for the sake of what? For the sake of blessing this world, for the sake of showing Jesus' love. So therefore, friends, Merry Christmas to you guys, okay? Receive this gift, right? Receive this gift that makes you a child of God again, makes you righteous, makes you different, that allows you to never be separate from the love of God, to allows you to have identity and mission and purpose in this world. That is the miracle of this Christmas, becoming, receiving this God who became human so that we too may become like him. Born of God is the message of Christmas. Let's pray together as the praise team comes forward. <clears throat> Jesus, we don't want to miss the point of this Christmas. God, we are thankful that you were born and that you died on the cross. But Lord, until I myself am born again, God, I am not satisfied. I will not give myself rest. I will wrestle until I know, I know, I know that I am a child of God. Lord, everything that you have given to us, I pray that you would open up our hearts today and every day, Lord God, receive the grace of God that has been given to us as a gift. I pray our hearts will be open this Christmas and every day for. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Let's respond with this song, Here I Am 